This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Friday, July 22nd. The Fulton County judge overseeing the special grand jury that's examining whether there was any criminal interference in Georgia's 2020 elections said Thursday that 11 of the 16 alternate Republican electors who were recently deemed targets of the probe would need to honor subpoenas for their testimony. Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney indicated that those witnesses could still assert their Fifth Amendment rights not to incriminate themselves, but that they couldn't skip appearances before the grand jury next week. McBurney, however, did not indicate during an afternoon hearing how he would rule on one of the biggest questions laid before him. Whether Fulton District Attorney Willis or her entire office should be pulled from at least one portion of the investigation because the DA held a fundraiser for the political opponent of one of the probe's targets, Republican Lieutenant Governor nominee Burt Jones. McBurney said he plans to issue a written order soon. In other news, after nearly a half-century with the federal right to an abortion, Thursday was the first full day most abortions sought were illegal in the state. A federal appeals court ruling allowed Georgia's restrictive heartbeat abortion law to take effect Wednesday, nearly a month after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The 2019 Georgia law that had been held up in court now bans abortion in most cases after a doctor detects fetal cardiac activity, which is usually about six weeks into a pregnancy and before many women and teenagers know they are pregnant. Before, Georgia allowed abortions up to 22 weeks into a pregnancy. Staff at abortion clinics throughout Georgia described a chaotic day, which manifested in confusion about which facilities were open. Up next, state regulators voted Thursday to approve Georgia Power's long-term plan for generating and distributing electricity, allowing the company to continue its phase-out of its remaining coal-fired power plants and replace them with natural gas and solar energy. But the transition away from coal will not happen quite as fast as Georgia Power had proposed and some environmental groups would have liked. And at a time when the impacts of climate change are growing increasingly dire, the Commission's move to lock in dependence on natural gas for years to come drew criticism from climate advocates. Every three years, Georgia Power is required to submit its roadmap, known as an Integrated Resource Plan, for supplying energy over the next two decades for the Public Service Commission's approval. After voting on several amendments, the final plan was approved unanimously by the PSC's five members. And not that he wasn't already well compensated, but Georgia's Kirby Smart now ranks among the highest paid college football coaches in the country. UGA on Thursday announced it had finalized the long-awaited contract extension for the Bulldogs' seventh-year coach. The 10-year deal is worth $112.5 million and will keep Smart on the Georgia sideline through the 2031 season. Smart's salary and supplemental compensation for the 2022 season will be $10,250,000. Annual incremental increases averaging about $222,000 per year will culminate in $12,250,000 for the 2031 season. The deal is thought to make Smart the highest paid coach in college football. Spoken Layer